Hey girl, hey! I know it's been two weeks since my last episode, Life Got in the Way. I know I always say that, but you know what I mean. Well, today was going to start with me talking about um, loyalty. Because I was listening to a podcast the other day and the guy was talking about loyalty isn't good for you or me. It puts expectations on both sides. Expectations that we might not be able to fulfill. And... So he said, no, loyalty, loyalty doesn't exist. I just went through a situation where I was loyal to a contract and I was told less than 10 days before the end of the contract that it was not going to renew. So yeah, I was pissed. I was angry. Um, But reflecting now, I'm not mad at that contract. I'm more disappointed And I'm upset at myself because I knew it wasn't for me from get-go. But we all make mistakes, right? We all try to give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. And now I think back and, you know, what did I learn? And as loyal as I have been in my, you know, contracts, I think that, I don't know, I think people's minds have shifted Loyalty doesn't exist anymore. I mean, in my marriage it does and with my kids and all that, but I don't know. Are we putting too much expectation on the other side when we say, oh yeah, I'm loyal to you or... Well, anyways, the the episode evolved into grieving because really, realistically, I'm grieving the loss of an opportunity that possibly could have propelled me into other things. But anyways, it is what it is. It's done. So grab your favorite drink. If it's, you know, coffee, some wine, um, whatever you like. And uh, join me in a minute. I'll see you soon. So I was listening to a podcast. I know I tell you guys, I, I listen to podcasts all the time. And today I had a friend send to a group chat this um, message about grieving and how grieving isn't always well isn't just when you lose someone that you love or someone that you were close to um, family member friend whatever and it got me thinking um, oh well after that let me tell you sorry my mind is all over the place and then he says you know it could mean the loss of a job, the loss of a relationship, the loss of stability, you know, financial, emotional, whatever it is. Um, it's just a loss of something that meant something to you, right? And it got me thinking, huh, I don't know. I remember, you know, I remember um, a long time ago when, when I first started going to therapy I was about eh, maybe my late teens or like no more than like 20 21 something like that and I remember I was talking to the therapist and I was telling her you know I'm just I'm really beyond myself like I am just I can't I can't deal with it and um I had told her I was in a relationship with this guy that was first of all I knew from day one he was a narcissist but 
I stuck around because on paper, he was great. He was going to law school, you know, he worked for um, the government. Um, at first, he was great. Like, we went out, like, hung out and stuff. We would, you know, do stuff together. And, um, and then there were other red flags, right, that I saw. And I chose to ignore it. And then around my birthday or so, I said to him, you know what, this isn't working for me. Like I just, I had gotten to the point where, you know, yeah, I liked him and everything, but I stuck it out because, you know, according to, you know, what all his, all his, um, all his attributes, he was great. He was amazing. And then I got to a point where it was just like, it wasn't enough for us to still be together and mind you he was really cute I really liked him like there was that attraction right but then after a while I was like yeah no this isn't working for me and so I told him you know it was around my birthday and I said to him you know what this isn't working I want out and he said to me well you know your birthday's coming up let's wait till after your birthday and we'll figure out what to do okay I should have listened when he was like yeah if we get married like because at the time I was still thinking about becoming a doctor um I was 20 like I just you know I could start school again at any point but no I wasn't 20 then I was like 22 so you know I said to him well you know um oh no sorry he said to me well if you if you are a doctor then uh you're gonna work for Kaiser listen to this you're going to work for Kaiser because your hours are going to be from 9 to 5, and then you come home. Okay, control freak. Uh, whatever. So I didn't put any mind to it. Ha ha, laughed it off. Then, um, you know, with the whole trying to get out of the relationship and him not letting me, technically. I mean, I guess I could have been like, whatever, and just ignored his phone calls or whatnot. But I didn't do that. I continued um, to hang out with him, to go out with him. And then a couple months later, I don't remember if it was the end of December, like after Christmas, or if it was like early January. But then he said, when it was convenient for him, you know what, this isn't working. We should split up. And then it was over text. Like, the fuck? And this is when the, it was early into the texting, texting age, right? Now it's super a lot, but... Back when it first started, like, not a lot of people did it. So he and I texted. We were going back and forth. And so, you know, like, fine, the relationship is over, right? And we used to party hard. Like, I drank more with him, I think, than any other boyfriend I've been with. Like, every time we got together, we were drinking and drinking. Like, it was, that's what we were doing. So, yeah, I was, like, 22, 23, something like that. And, um... I remember I would just, I hit the bottle. I hit the bottle so hard in trying to cope. I'm one of those, you know, I grew up, I don't, I, you know, I've told you guys before a lot, you know, that uh, my mom always said, um, you need to deal with problems on your own. Nobody wants to hear about your issues. Everybody's got something going on. Um, Don't think that, everyone's going to be available to you just because 
they're your friends or whatever. No, you don't burden anybody, but let everybody burden you. That was the message I got from her. And so, you know, I didn't say anything. I just, I was drinking, like, like I said, just hitting the bottle real hard. Back in my day, when you hit the bottle real hard, you still went to work the next day. So all you babies out there who are starting to drink and stuff or experiment or you are one of those people that, you know, hits it heavy. You go to work on Friday and Monday, okay? You just go. You go and make me proud. So anyways, so I finally said, you know what? I was able to recognize, which is, you know, something that I've learned, um, I was able to recognize that I needed help. And my mom, even though she was a social worker, counselor, for a million years, she didn't say that that was an option. She never said that that was an option. What do you mean you need help? You're fine. Shake it off. And just like doctors are the, are the worst patients, I think... People that go into mental health, like my mom did early, you know, the early 80s. She just, mm -mm. and it's cultural too, like in the Latinx community, um, we don't do that. We don't talk about it. Suck it up. You're fine. Stop being such a baby. Grow up. That's what we get. That's what we hear. So I remember I was talking to my therapist and she said to me, um, so tell me what's going on. And I, you know, I talked to her and I told her in between tears and, you know, the trauma that I would, that, you know, I went through recently, you know, and in this, um, in this relationship that was just toxic, it was bad. It was controlling and it was, um, dependent and all that. And she said, okay, so you're grieving. And I said, grieving? I mean, neither one of us died. <laughs> we were still here. And she said to me, no, you're grieving the death, the end of a relationship. And so I learned that with that therapist. And she was amazing. I loved her. And, you know, and then I was talking to her about, you know, the dependency that I felt with my mom. Because, like I said, my mom treated me more like her best friend than her daughter. And... I helped her, you know, talk things out, get through things, you know, emotionally or work them out. Um, there are plenty, I've now said it before, there are too many aspects of their relationship, my mom and my dad's, that I really should not know. I should not know that. Because as a child, you take it and you hold it and you resent the person that hurt the other person because they, it was more my dad than my mom, but still whatever and at the end of the day she forgave him she let it go but I took that with me up until adulthood like I still I don't think about it as much as I used to but I still think about it sometimes so anyways um you know and what comes with that grieving you know I was when I was taught when I would go to see her you know we would talk about different things you know how was I feeling and you know and it's a lot of, I, I felt rejected. I felt rejected and um, worthless, not worthy at all of a lick of anything good because he broke me down. Like he, 
he would always he was so abusive and like now that i think about it i'm just like oh my gosh i haven't talked about this relationship in a very long time um because it's not i mean whatever i dealt with it but when i think about it i'm just like geez how did i not see that i should have well i did see it and that's you know going back to you know that um that maya angelou quote that says when people tell you who they are believe them the first time they may not say it directly but there are people and i know you guys know there are people that you meet and they're just like yeah you know you become friends and stuff like that and we're cool and then they'll tell you oh i'm a total bitch or i'm a complete asshole you know if they tell you that believe them don't you know put on your rose colored glasses because those rose rose colored glasses are going to come off quickly the day it, they finally crack. So, so yeah, so I, I dealt with all of that. Um, and, you know, in different relationships, I have felt, after that relationship, I felt the rejection. Um, I felt that, you know, that I wasn't worthy. I wasn't enough. And I was never going to be good enough. Like that's, that's a, a constant message that I got. So anytime I feel rejected or I lose something, like recently I lost a contract and I am just going nuts because I, it's just, but I am good enough. You know, and I have to repeat that to myself. I look myself in the mirror when I'm brushing my teeth and I say, I'm enough. I am more than enough. I am amazing because if you don't talk yourself up, nobody else will. They're all these friends and all these people you know. And they're like, yeah, you're cool and stuff. You're great. But there are times when you are by yourself and you need to be able to turn around and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am good enough. I'm more than good enough. I am amazing. I am worthy. You know, all those, all those phrases of affirmation. You know, my kids and I, we go in the car um, when they're on their way to school. We go through affirmations every day. We do affirmations. We thank God for the day. And, um, you know, we do affirmations. And then I make them high-five each other. Uh, recently, also, I heard um, Mel Robbins, you know, the, what is it? The high-five habit. And, and it's incredible how just high-fiving yourself, just the mirror, because I do that too, like brushing my teeth after I'm done brushing my teeth. I'm like, you go, girl, right? So, and it's not something, the confidence and the security in yourself is not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to take some time. Especially if watch yourself when you when you when you get into some kind of situation, let's say I don't know, you have some kind of a problem. Um how do you how do you um excuse my dog, he's barking now. How do you deal with it? And you know, I'm always, like I said, like I've told you guys before, I'm always doing this like self-reflection stuff and like reading about how to do better, how to be better, um, you know, and I read somewhere where it said, you know, notice how you deal with problems or situations that are not um, positive. And I realized that what I do is I turn around and go into myself. Um, like last Friday and Saturday, I was so upset because I heard about this last minute change in plans with this contract. 
last minute because my contract will be up just in a few days and I'm really upset about it. I'm not crying. I was just looking out the window. (laughs) So, and I was just, I went into my room. I put on my pajamas and got into bed. And that's how I dealt with it. It was just like one and a half days where I was just feeling so sorry for myself. I was so angry I could have spit fire. So disappointed and felt so rejected. So they say that when you go into yourself, when you the way you react when you come up on these um, situations that aren't favorable, uh, they say that that's how you were that most likely that's how you were told to deal with things when you were a kid. And it makes me sad because little six-year-old Brenda is looking at me like, what do you mean I'm not good enough? Because that's the first thing that comes up in my thoughts when I deal with stuff like this. And so I have to tell little Brenda, babe, you are enough. You are more than enough. You are amazing. It's not you, it's them. Because it's not that I'm tooting my own horn, but sincerely, I was set up to fail from the beginning. And whatever. It's done, it's done. Uh, You know, I get over it. And of course, who do I go to for, um, for reassurance? My mom. And she said to me, for the first time in a very long time, she gave me some really good advice. Um, Again, do not take advice from anybody that you don't want to switch places with. So this was highly just different for me. (laughs) Because I usually don't want to listen to her because I don't want to switch places with her. But she said to me, you know what? You You need to get it out. Now, the funny thing is that I had just seen my counselor... Friday morning and this incident happened at the end of Friday business day so I was good you know I was all right um and then this happened and then I just went I just spiraled and so then like I said you know I'm talking to my mom and I'm telling her you know I just feel so rejected I feel so angry I'm so and she said to me you know what you need to put pen to paper and just say everything that you feel get it off your chest Say it. Be completely sincere with yourself. Say it. And then you can grab that piece of paper, trash it, rip it up and trash it, or leave it there and reflect on it later. Now, let me tell you, I hadn't been able to sleep Monday, Tuesday night. I finally did this, um, what's today? Thursday. Uh, Wednesday night. And yeah, so Wednesday night, I did it, right? I wrote it all out. I'm going through like different pens because, you know, I have a million pens. You know, I've told you guys about my addiction to pens and lipstick. It's, I love it. But, you know, I have all these different, I have, you know, the fountain pens, the fine pens, you know. And so I'm writing it all out in different colors and stuff. And it felt so good to write it out, to just write how I was feeling rejected, disappointed, angry, frustrated, uh, inconvenienced, um, pissed the fuck off like (laughs) I was I just put it all out on paper and that's the first night this week I was able to sleep soundly it was hard 
but I, I got through it. And so now I, I feel better about how I feel moving forward. Because I've always, and you know, and I'm going to, you know, tell you, um, I've always, I've always held my word as a promise. It's an oath, right? And so I had promised that I was going to go through because I was offered um, another contract to start at the beginning of February. And I had said, okay, so I was planning on this and then, you know, shit fell through and now the end of my contract is coming up. And so I've always been loyal to my employers. If you look at my resume, I've only got like three jobs and I've been working for over 20 years now. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy how things are. And so initially I was going to talk to you guys about loyalty. Does loyalty really exist anymore? Are we setting ourselves up for, um, for failure when we are loyal to our jobs, to our friends, to the people around us? Like, are we setting ourselves up? Now, I have different thoughts about that. Um, on one hand, I'm just like, absolutely, we have to be loyal. And on the other hand, I'm thinking like, nah, we shouldn't. Because with loyalty comes expectation. Um, and so anyway, so I just, I just feel just everything's fine. Things happen for a reason. Better things are coming. I understand that. But I'm grieving. Like, I'm legit grieving. I'm grieving. I'm grieving. And I'm trying not to self-soothe <laughs> with, with my favorite stuff, which is chocolate and wine. But I'm going to get through it. And if you're going through something similar, grieve the situation. Just grieve it. You know, we're going to be fine. You and I will be fine. And just remember, good things are coming. And remember, you are enough. You are more than enough. High five yourself in the mirror and say, you go, girl. You are amazing. You are triumphant. You are incredible. Say it to yourself because not everybody is going to be there to do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. So, yes, like the meme says, us women can get through anything. We might need a day in bed, a cup of coffee, you know, or what's the other thing? A day in bed, cup of coffee, or some, something else. And we'll be fine. Grieve. If that means, you know, staying in bed for a day and a half or more. Just don't let it go past a week. Don't let it go past a week because those other people, they're, over, they're not even bothered by it. And here you are all pent up, all angry and upset. And the other, you know, collaborator is all like, whatever. Isn't even thinking about you. That's what makes me more mad. Because here I am all worked up and this, you know, this um, contractor is just like, yeah, whatever. They probably haven't even thought about me since last week. And yeah, you just got to keep moving forward. As hard as it is, as hard, as hard, as hard as it is, you have to just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Like my mom used to say, well, she still says it, you know, no sos monedita de oro para caerle bien a todos. Which means you're not a gold coin to make everybody's day or so that everybody likes you. So she used to say, you're not a gold coin that everyone's going to just want to have or is going to be happy to have. 
There's some people that are going to like you, some people that aren't going to like you. I know you've met, and I know I have met people that I'm just like, no, I don't mesh with them from jump. Don't even know them, don't have to, the blood just doesn't mix. And, or sometimes it's been like that, and then that other person and I make a real effort to get to know each other, and then we become the best of friends. Like, that's just, that's how things are sometimes. But if you needed to hear this, this is your okay, this is your permission to go ahead and grieve and tell six-year-old you that you're going to be fine and give six-year-old you a big hug when you are praying or meditating or in a moment where you're just silent by yourself. Just close your eyes and think about six-year-old you. Be who six-year-old you needed and wanted at that age so my point is things end and it's okay it's not always your fault most time it it isn't probably isn't and give yourself the permission to grieve the situations that ended like relationships uh, work partnerships whatever And just know that, you know, like I said, you're going to come out of it on the other end and think, you know what, what I learned this and this and this. And that's what I keep thinking now. Like after this business transaction, like what did I learn? What did I learn? I learned so much. In business, truly, there are no friends. I don't think. There were a couple of people who were working with me. And who I thought I could confide in, like whenever I was frustrated, and they used those things against me. And I feel like such a big dummy now, but it is what it is. I also learned there's no loyalty. You know, and I think about it because it wasn't just this job. It wasn't just this contract. It was, it's been in other situations. I was, you know, I was working at another place, and I saw how they treated this person that had been there for over 30 years was loyal to them from day one and then she was going to retire and she was training this one chick right who was going to be her her replacement and this broad brought up all the things that were wrong with her and she made up a list of all these things she was going to do to make it better and she did the whole money thing like you've lost money here 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 this is what I'm going to do so that you make more money, la, 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 right? Those people that, the bosses, for the lady that had been there for 30 years, they just, all they said to her was, you messed up so big that instead of you retiring, we're going to give you a retirement package and you're going to leave sooner than before you have lost us these millions of dollars which is a load of crap because i really think it was a load of crap and you gotta go oh yeah and we'll throw you a retirement party (laughs) we will still throw you a retirement party she said nope i don't want anything her father had just passed she had been in and out of the state because she was dealing with her mom who was elderly at that point um and 
it sucks. Like you, you give yourself, you give your loyalty, you give your word to a job. And then for what? For them to turn around and be like, you're disposable? Even though you've been here with me for 30 years and you've proved your loyalty to me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Relationships, business, or friendships suck sometimes. But you got to do what's best for you. That's what I've learned. That's what I've learned now. You know, like I said, when people show you who they are from the beginning, believe them. I knew with this position, it wasn't for me. It... From the beginning, it was just nothing but negativity. And I know now I compare. So whenever I'm in these situations, when I'm, you know, going through something, you know, with a friendship or whatever, I compare them to (laughs) ex-boyfriends. So this, like I was saying at the beginning, this relationship was like that relationship I talked about that was toxic, that was abusive, like that. That's how it was. And I should have known way before now that I needed to get out of that. I needed to absolve myself of that responsibility and move on because it just wasn't good. And again, you know, I'm not upset, I think, or hurt because it ended. I'm mad because I'm more mad at myself for allowing myself to get this far into it, still stay Meanwhile, the whole time I knew it wasn't for me. It was not. I'm mad at myself because I should have listened to my intuition. But no, I made a commitment. And I stuck with it. So I don't know about you, but I'm trying to give myself permission and allow myself to to grieve. to, To forgive myself also for being so hard on myself for not doing what I should have done, what I knew I should have done from day one. Well, not maybe day one, but like the first month. Anyways, I hope you have an amazing day. I know today's episode is kind of heavy, but um, again, this is a permission for you to grieve, to forgive yourself, and move on. Better things are coming. Whatever the situation is, if you evaluate the loss, don't go back and say, well, what if? No, because then we live there and we don't leave. Get out of there. If it's worth it, then go back. But if not, move on, cut your losses. You'll thank me later. Anyways, I hope you have an amazing day and love you so much. And just remember, keep trucking because you're gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay. We're all gonna be okay. High five yourself in the morning. And hug six-year-old you and tell them you're going to be all right. All right, girls. See you later. Love y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I appreciate your support. And if you like this um, podcast, then go ahead and follow me and share it with your friends. I love it when you share share me with your friends. And uh, I'll see you next Friday. How does that sound? I'll meet you here. Have a good one.